Hello everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today I like to go back to a topic that I recorded several podcasts in the past, but recently I was challenging a lot the concept of uh, memorizing names and memorizing what is a document for. So I decided to record this podcast because I received this request and a request saying, look, people are confused about what a scope statement is, what a statement of work is, and what is a requirement document. So first, even before I explain the three of them, is that don't be over-concerned about naming and what is the name. Should it be called scope statement, work statement? Look, this is less relevant, unless if you're preparing for a certification and something like that. But let me tell you what is the meaning of each of them. And let me tell you, these understanding are extremely valuable also if you are working in an agile, using an agile methodology. So let me explain a little bit more about what a scope statement is. A scope statement is basically a description of what do you plan to do with your project. So it's a basic description of the journey. And maybe some of you will tell me, Ricardo, uh, in Agile, we don't go into this detail. And then my answer is that you don't need to. You don't need to. Who said that the scope statement should mention every single step of every single moment of your product development, for example? No, it's not the case. And whatever you call this is that at some point you need to explain what is your basic assumption on your journey from point A to point B. In an agile environment, this journey could be a little bit more open. But look, you cannot just change completely your project because otherwise you will lose. It's like, for example, I want to go to Mars and at the end you end up going to the moon. So it's a very different approach. So I'm talking that the basic concepts for you to drive your project should be on this scope statement. And this does not need to be, please, does not need to be a formal document written in Microsoft Word. No, you can do this using Mural. You can do this using Post-it notes, whatever, drawing. But it's a basic explanation of the journey you're taking from A to B. And you can do it in a more detailed way. For example, if you're working in waterfall, in a very capital intensive project, sometimes you need to have a very strong detailed information to move on. So these you produce in this case, a more robust and more detailed scope statement. But sometimes you are just planning a new software or a new release. So you have a more, not generic, but a more open scope statement. The second document is a statement of work. Okay, it looks similar, but it's not. Statement of work is usually a procurement document. It's a document that you use in a tender. For example, I want to hire someone to do some work for me. Then I put this in a statement of work or, or in the terms of reference, because with that, it's clear for the supplier what is expected from her or from him on that specific job. For example, if you are a government, this is a very relevant part of any public bid. Again, 
these will be related to the type of procurement you are planning to do and the type of contract. For example, most of the time when you are in an agile environment, it's very hard for you to use a fixed firm price with your supplier because you know how you can fix the price for a scope that is not fixed. So most of the time, what do you do? You create a more generic statement of work that is showing expectations of skills, of knowledge, of products. And then you work in a time material, for example. So you pay by hour, you pay by product. So it's a more open kind of agreement that will allow and combine with fluctuations of your scope. However, if you have a fixed firm price and you need to have a sharp price, you need to detail the work. Otherwise, you will open a very relevant risks of having claims in your project. In this, maybe if you work in a small project, this is nothing. But if you work in a very large project, this can be a real nightmare. There is an industry of claims in large-scale projects, and they are due to the lack of clarity in the statement of work. And the third is the requirement document. So every time you go on the scope, you need to put, and the requirement is a combination between scope and quality. Requirements tells you the limits of what you expect from that work. For example, a requirement is this software must be multi-platform or you create a requirement that this software should allow access on this time for up to 3 million people at the same time, for example. So it must have this performance. So you are creating a requirement and these requirements, they can be more functional and they can be more technical. I recorded podcasts about that in the past, but you need to understand some of the requirements are related to the customer that you were expecting. So you can say, oh, my car should have electrical windows. Okay. And then you need to create a technical specification for that because someone needs to put a motor there that is able to move the window up or down. So this is more technical. So this is exactly what we are calling the requirement document. So the requirement document, it's something that gives some boundaries to the scope of your project and they will become, if needed, part of a statement of work if you want to procure something or part of your own scope or, for example, part of your next scrum or part of your next MVP. So it's exactly. And why I'm telling a lot on Agile here is that people should not be so strict saying, oh, these terms was created in a waterfall environment, so it does only work in that environment. No, if you go back to their concept and the reason why they exist, then you can open your mind and understand that to solve a problem, it's not only one competence you need. You need a set of competences and understanding how to navigate what you need to do is a key success factor of your project. Remember, you can do this in a spreadsheet, in a PowerPoint slide, or you can do in a wall. Like in Agile, you can do and draw that. Most of the use stories in this are requirement documents, are things that you are creating to understand what is are the requirements. So don't be trapped by just understanding that names contain all the explanations. So behind a name, there is a lot of concepts that you need to understand that could be applied in absolutely any kind of approach 
to deliver your project. Okay? I hope you find this useful and see you next week with another 5 Minutes Podcast.